Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. My name is Spencer Lohman, and I'm the pastor of vision and teaching at United City in Greensboro, North Carolina. And the Rhythms Podcast is a spiritual formation project that's been birthed out of our church community with a desire to dive deeper into spiritual practices and rhythms that anchor us in the way of Jesus. If you have not yet subscribed or followed this podcast, we'd love for you to do that. It will mean the world to us so that it just pops up on your feed when we release a new episode. Uh, And if you could, give us a review. That'd be great. If you enjoy the content, the conversations, the focus, we'd love for you to give us a review. I am very, very excited uh, to have a dear friend of mine on our podcast today, Stephen Buckley. Uh, Stephen today is going to have a conversation uh, with me about fasting and the spiritual discipline of fasting, especially in a world that, let's be honest, is just not very self-controlled. So uh, I hope that you enjoy today's conversation with my good friend, Stephen Buckley. Well, Stephen, it is so exciting to have you on the Rhythms Podcast. If you haven't met Stephen before, you have really missed out on an incredible individual. Um, he's a dear friend of ours, a ministry leader, um, someone who has such a prophetic voice, I think, one who is very aware of the spirit and uh, is incredibly passionate about um, obedience in the way of Jesus. And what I love about Stephen is he's in his twenties, but he's an old soul. And so you'll probably <laughs> get that in our podcast time together. Um, Stephen also played college football at Northwestern, which is a, a major accomplishment, a big 10 football player, which is pretty cool. But Stephen, uh, with that being said, it is truly um, our pleasure and my pleasure specifically to have you on the rhythms podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having me, man. And um, like you said, my mom has always told me I've I've been an old man since I was a kid. (laughs) So (laughs) at four years old, I was an old man and I still am today. So it's great. (laughs) We'll just just refer to it as maturity and wisdom. How about that? There we go. I like that a little bit better. (laughs) Well, our hope today is to talk about the spiritual discipline and rhythm that is fasting. And uh, it's just something that Stephen is passionate about. And I just wanted to have him on the Rhythms podcast to share a little bit about fasting, his experience with fasting, what is fasting, all the different facets of this uh, practice and this discipline that we see all through the scriptures from the Old Testament all the way through the New Testament, the life of Jesus, the life of the early church, uh, and throughout church history as well. So, uh, Stephen, why don't we just start out with the most generic question? for folks who are listening by asking, what is fasting? What is fasting? Um, Okay. So um, what is fasting? I I actually looked at, um, looked at this yesterday when I was looking at my Bible encyclopedia and the way they defined fasting was uh, abstinence from food or drink for a longer or shorter period of time. Uh, It's mentioned frequently in the scriptures. and, And if I, 
if I could kind of describe what I feel like fasting is, is it's it's denying yourself physically so that you can have a spiritual gain. Um, so mm-hmm. making sure that uh, that you're putting your flesh in check and during those seasons when you are fasting so that you're allowing the Holy Spirit to become stronger, his voice to become stronger, uh, and that you consider him more so when you're making your decision. So that's, that's kind of what I would say uh, fasting is. I love that. So denying yourself physically so that you might be filled spiritually mm-hmm. or have some sort of gain. Um, and I think the, the good thing about all these disciplines that we talk about is they are means to an end. The mm-hmm. end being abiding, um, to be with or union with Christ or a cultivated relationship for presence, things like that. And so why do you feel like um, it's important it, using that definition that you just gave us, which mm-hmm. I think is really simple and a really um, profound, but yet very accessible way of defining it. Um, why do you find that to be um, such an important practice for us mm. as followers of Jesus. And why yeah. is it important? Why do you think we should deny ourselves physically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, one, I guess your first question or your second question, uh, why we should deny ourselves physically? Because um, I think that's part of that's part of the call of the disciples of Jesus, uh, which is to pick up our cross and deny ourselves daily. Um, mm. So. We can't we can't just give ourselves what we want daily because daily you know I want to choose somebody out in traffic for cutting me off <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. daily, you know daily um, you know I want to eat two pints of cookies and cream ice cream it's my favorite come on yes <laughs> but, yes Lord but, but in actuality that's not that's not truly denying myself that's not treating that's not teaching myself how to have self control. Um, and we want the fruits of the spirit. So we want love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness. And I think fasting in particular hones in on the self-control portion the most. Um, so if, if we want to grow in self-control, um, we, we definitely, we definitely want to practice fasting. Um, and then the other piece of it, you said, why, why is it so important? You know, why is this something we should be doing? Um, uh, first and foremost, because Jesus called us to. <laughs> that's a, that's a good way of looking at it for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, Jesus called us to fast. You know, um, when I think it was when John's um, John's disciples were speaking to Jesus, and they were like, "Well, how come how come your your disciples aren't fasting? Um, you know, how come how come they don't fast?" And and Jesus told them, "Well." my disciple the the bridegroom the um <laughs> we will they will fast once the bridegroom is gone you, you're not supposed to fast while the bridegroom is here and so once jesus departure happens that is now the time period that we're in and you know obviously he died he rose on the third day he's in heaven sitting at the right hand of the father so there was now is the time period when we should be fasting uh, now is the time period when we should be interceding in the spiritual realm because there's so many things in the natural that are happening that we can't break through on our own accord. So, I mean, this this is a very important and vital spiritual discipline 
that we've honestly really kind of forgotten as a church body, uh, the church at large. So I think those are some of the, some of the big important pieces of that. Man, I think it's good. You use the word self-control and um, keeping our flesh in check, um, which I think are really helpful words for us in terms of understanding fasting. Um, because I think if we're honest, uh, there's a lot of us who, who have heard of fasting. We've seen it. And we're like, I want nothing to do with <laughs> abstaining from something for a period of time, you know? Right. Um, and I think that's what it is. It's a, sh- it's a, it's a short period of abstinence um, mm-hmm. where we're abstaining from something that has a grip on our life, whether good or bad, but is deeply integrated into our life so that we can really press into the presence of the Lord and walk in obedience. Oftentimes, as you know, uh, people fast in the times of in, in, in seasons of prayer where they are navigating um, maybe a big decision or uh, or just or just uh, seeking the Lord on something specific. Um, and so those are, again, just different examples of, of fasting. Um, right. You know, you mentioned Jesus and mm-hmm. it's important for us to ask the question in all these rhythms. I think it's because so sometimes we get caught up in this mode that, well, I'm only going to do what Jesus tells me to do. Um, But the reality is Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, which is to say, learn from my lifestyle, learn from my ways. And Jesus has a lot of these rhythms in his lifestyle, in his rhythm. Um, Right. And so where do we see Jesus practice fasting? Yeah, that yeah, that's a good question. Um, we see Jesus practicing fasting in, in Matthew four, um, right before his ministry really starts. You know, right after, <laughs> crazy enough, right after he gets baptized by John the Baptist. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, so um, spirit, the spirit comes on him. He's baptized in water. The spirit descends like a dove. He's mm-hmm. sent into the wilderness, and he goes on a fast. Right. And I think uh, one of the important, important things to note, um, everybody listening out there, I highly encourage you to go read Matthew 4. But one of the important things to note is that it said, G- then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the world. Mm-hmm. By the devil. So the Spirit led him to fast. The Holy Spirit led Jesus to fast. It wasn't, you know, he, he went out there to fast in particular because the Holy Spirit sent him um and i think i think it's important to note that because it's not like you know you know god is doing this god is leading us to to fast for our own good um and at at the end of the day what it's really teaching you is how to go through spiritual warfare um how to win on the battle line and how to tell your body to shut up (laughs) Mm. (laughs) tell your body to shut up and tell and, and turn down the volume of your flesh, turn down the volume of the world and turn up the volume of the Holy Spirit Yes, and allow him to speak stronger and louder in your life. So it's almost putting yourself in a posture of, you know, utter surrender, even to your physical needs. Um, right. Yeah. That's so interesting that Jesus, you know, begins his entire kingdom mission 
by fasting for 40 days in the wilderness 40 days 40 days in the wilderness um yeah so that's so good and he even says in matthew 6 so the the sermon on the mount he Mm -hmm. makes this statement um in front of this large crowd he says when you fast he's assuming that these jewish uh individuals and disciples they already understand the idea of fasting he says when you fast do not look somber as the hypocrites do for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting truly i tell you they have received their reward in full i know and as you well know we, we, you sometimes do these fasting campaigns you know things like you know 21 days prayer and fasting to kick off the year which is awesome to do it with a group but i have noticed the culture among us of people who are very quick to tell you that they're in they're doing a fast <laughs> Absolutely. You know, um, <laughs> like it's on social media, it's on Facebook. I'm in the middle of a fast, anything. you know. Um, and so, um, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? In terms of you know the Matthew six passage, he even references the idea mm-hmm. of prayer and you know go into your prayer room, close the door. You know what is done in secret. You know the Lord will reward you for things like that. What right. are your thoughts about fasting as a private practice that no one really is meant to? see unless you're doing it communally obviously right yeah i think that's that's really important and not only with fasting but giving whatever whatever it is i mean if it's truly for the lord then it needs to be and you need to be putting it in the view of the lord and so god i mean god doesn't doesn't need you to go out into the streets or go on social media or go you know wherever it is or text everybody in your phone say hey i I can't i can't i can't come there i'm fasting oh wait hey i can't eat that meal i'm I'm fasting and i'm not saying you gotta keep it extremely secret and like you gotta lie to people (laughs) i'm not saying you gotta lie to people so that they don't know you're fasting um but you don't need to make this public announcement about it you know um i think that um that this does need to be a practice but like you were saying earlier, you know, everybody doesn't need to know, but also I do believe in touching and agreeing as a church body. So I do believe that, you know, there has been times when I have, you know, called and texted specific people and said, Hey, I need you, you know, I I want you to pray and fast with me, but you know, some people may not be up for the fasting. So I'm like, I'm going to fast. They want that cookies and cream ice cream. They do. (laughs) They want that cookies and cream ice cream. Uh, and, they, and they won't necessarily fast with me, but they'll be praying for me during that time period for something specific. And then other times when I fasted with other people that, hey, we need to intercede for this. Like we need some supernatural spiritual breakthrough. And the only way it's going to come, the only way this is going to happen is through prayer and fasting. So I need you to lock arms with me. So I, I really think it's vital that we just, that we understand that our reward comes from the Lord. Because, you know, like it says in Matthew 6, you know, like, you you know, if you, <laughs> I mean, if you announce it to everyone, then you've already received your reward. You want it, your reward was a pat on the back and you've already got your reward. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it's vital that we the Lord and not unto um, the human beings around us. <laughs> yeah, and, and you mentioned even just the power that comes with um, prayer and fasting and I'm reminded of Matthew 17, and Jesus mm-hmm. is teaching his disciples, and there is a demoniac, and mm-hmm. he makes a reference to the fact that this kind, this demonic 
spirit only comes out through prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that that just exemplifies the power of fasting and total dependence upon the spirit, which if there is a subversive rhythm and practice and discipline for our current cultural climate, which is rooted in consumption, fasting <laughs> is that, you know, and it's mm-hmm. not a diet. People have yeah, to understand. Say it again. Say it People again, have to man. understand it's not a diet. Now, I will say I've been guilty before of doing a, a fast, and people will say, you know, how, how many pounds have you lost? And I'm like, it's not about a diet, but I have lost 10 pounds. You know what I mean? Like, um, but it's not a diet. And even, in, you know, we use the language of intermittent fasting, and typically that's a diet. But fasting is a means to dependence upon God in the presence, surrender, um, you know, growing through the um, aches and the pains of your body, kind of crying out for different mm-hmm. things. Um, that's really, really good stuff. So uh, let's talk a little bit about types of fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we're talking about fasting as a practice and as a rhythm. And mm-hmm. many of us maybe have thought about fasting as, a, again, as I just mentioned, once a year church-wide campaign where we do you know 21 days of prayer and fasting or we do fasting during the lenten season or daniel fast but what we're mm-hmm. talking about here is while those are great mm-hmm. fasting is a rhythm and something that we should right. be practicing annually and throughout the year so um or weekly or monthly or however you know frequent it is but what are some different types of fasting for someone who's like i don't even know where to begin um, mm-hmm. how could someone begin that process of implementing fasting as a practice? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, love that question. Um, I think there's, I mean, there's a, a few ways you could go about it, but, um, I always say, you know, the, the biblical way is the best way to go about it first and foremost. So, um, obviously, you know, there's, a, there's an ex- the example of Jesus, praying and fasting for 40 days and Moses praying and fasting for 40 days. But, um, you know, when I'm thinking about somebody, like you said, who's beginning for the first time trying out fasting, um, I think, I think what a good, a good start would be, uh, similar to what they did in Daniel one, what Daniel Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego did, you know, um, where they fasted for 10 days and they only ate fruits and vegetables. Um, I think, I think that would be something simple and achievable because this is a i mean this fasting is tough that's i mean that's why people don't do it i'm telling you it is hard (laughs) yeah Yeah. so you have to build that spiritual discipline um but it could be a rhythm of you know once a quarter you fast for 21 days you know only fruits and vegetables and, and that's you know what we call the daniel fast um it could be hey i'm gonna fast once a week i'm not gonna eat i'm just gonna drink uh, I'm just going to drink water um, one day a week, or it could be, you know, once a month, I'll do a day or three days. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can go about it, but I definitely think that there needs to be the, the, the food element is obviously a piece, but the spiritual element has to be there as well. So, you know, if you fast for, you go 10 days, you don't eat any food and you only drink water, but you haven't thrown up a prayer you haven't pulled yeah, out the word. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I mean, you kind of missed the boat. You missed the boat. You missed the point. Sure. So, yeah. Cause that whole time period is to build that intimacy with the Lord and be able to hear him more and more. But how can you hear him if you're not listening or even speaking to him? So, 
Yeah, I mean, some, sometimes we can get so caught up on the actual fasting element that we forget the whole purpose of what fasting is leading to because fasting becomes the end goal. And that's not mm-hmm. the end goal. Fasting is a means to an end. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you give a good reference of the narrative of um, Daniel and his three mm-hmm. homies, you know, where their names were originally Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, and then they're changed mm-hmm. to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and they fast. Um, mm-hmm. And they are the first vegans that we see referenced in the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think, too, you know, in the moment that we live in, in our society right now, one of the hardest things, because some of you may go, ah, oh, food is easy. Like, that's not too, that's not too hard for me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, I, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, but one thing that is hard for us in the West, in the modern world, is technology, social media, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, choose something like that. Hey, take, maybe you take a month and you get off of Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. You don't do any social media at all whatsoever, or you don't do Netflix. Mm-hmm. You take a whole period of time because these are all things that are distracting. And let's be honest in the ancient world, food and partying was like a big part of the culture, right? They, they didn't have Instagram and Facebook, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the underlying principle is the things that are, you know, the idols of the culture and um, fast from those things. So it may be, you know, you do a, what's called a soul fast, giving mm-hmm. up something like a social media, like Instagram, Facebook, um, or TikTok now is a big thing, mm-hmm. right? Oh, or yeah. Netflix, you know, um, get off of it. Uh, that would prove to be hard for a lot of you. But I think that's a good place mm-hmm. to start. And, and don't look at it as uh, you got to do 40 days or you got to do 20, 21 days. You know, try it for a weekend or try it for a day mm-hmm. and, and, and see how the Lord meets you in those spaces. Um, I think that's so, important. I think that's just such an important element you brought up, just like the, the things that we have today, um, taking some time away from because you don't see how much it's affecting you and how much it could potentially even be toxic to you if you don't step away from it. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So That's so yeah. good. So good. Well, Stephen, um, man, this has been fun. I know that you could talk mm-hmm. about fasting for hours and hours and hours. But again, our hope and our prayer for all of you listening is that these conversations spark intrigue and interest in you to begin practicing the way of Jesus Mm -hmm. and to implement these practices and disciplines and rhythms in your life, just as Jesus did as a means, as a grace um, to our formation and to um, our dependence on you. Uh, or, or on to King Jesus as Lord and Savior and Master Teacher. So um, we're so encouraged that you could listen. And um, I am just so thankful. So Stephen, why don't you give us some final thoughts and some um, some words for us as we wrap up our, our time today? Yeah, um, I, I guess the last thing I would say is um, for those of you people out there who um, who are struggling with something, um, something that you need to break, is there some type of bondage in your life? There is some unforgiveness you're struggling with. There's some anger you're struggling with. There's some lust you're struggling with. There's some family members who need deliverance. Um, whatever the case is, and you've been praying, you've been on your knees, you've been doing everything you can. You're like, God, I don't understand why things aren't moving. I'm, I love you, but I'm here to tell you that you haven't done everything. <laughs> um, 
I, I think it's time for you to fast. And, and this is such a vital piece and could be, could literally be the last piece of the formula for your breakthrough, uh, for whatever that is that, that is going on in your life. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the last thing I'd leave you guys with. Um, Spence, once again, thanks for having me on. And, oh, uh, certainly. Yes. Yeah. We're so glad that you could join Steven's incredible person. And, uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in to the rhythms podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation today, please, Give us a re review. That'd be awesome. Um, share it with a friend um, or a family member. But um, may the Lord bless you. And may the Lord keep you. And may his face shine upon you. Grace and peace Amen. to all of you. In Jesus' name. Amen.